Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, let's get to it. It is 1049. Uh, let me go ahead and put Andy Birch from the voice of the Auburn Tigers on notice. Andy, you may already be aware that Charles Barkley apparently is coming to town this weekend, and he's bringing his big, goofy friend Joe Klein with him, who's in studio with us right now. Well, I got to be goofy, man. I don't know. You called me a lot worse. He told me he was putting me up at a really nice hotel, and I told him he didn't have any down there. Was oh, <laughs> oh, there. Shots fired, baby. Well, that's the first, apparently. Uh, what is the nicest hotel at Auburn? We won't tell it's anybody. It's called the Auburn. Is it? Yep. Andy, is that right? There's, and, there's, and there's another one right next door that's even one step above it. Oh. They so just I'm, opened up. Oh. You'd be so, lucky to be at the yeah, Auburn. That's where my wife's at, Yeah, If you're at the Auburn Hotel, uh, right there across from the, the library, that's a beautiful hotel. They've added another hotel right next door, a more of a boutique hotel. Very, very nice. He didn't so, He didn't tell me which hotel, but he told me we're staying at a nice hotel, and then somebody well, told me it was a, Auburn's a really nice hotel, so I just assumed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might be the You'll other one. You'll enjoy your time here. Yeah, Joe deserves a Motel 6. Anyway, let's talk about the matchup, Andy. These are uh, two defenses that have struggled, and obviously Arkansas opened things up, which made it a lot more intriguing in their last outing against BYU. What do you think Auburn was focused on during the bye week? Yeah, two things. I think one, probably like Arkansas, trying to get as healthy as possible at this time of the year, and two, show up as the run defense for two reasons. One, you're facing the best running offense in the SEC, this Saturday morning at 11 o'clock in Arkansas. And two, you're coming off of a game where, where Ole Miss, two weeks ago, well, I guess a week and a half ago now, ran for over 400 yards and had a quarterback and two tailbacks rush for 100 yards each in that game. And that was probably the biggest takeaway from that, that Ole Miss game from a negative standpoint is that, that Ole Miss just ran against Auburn all day long. And teams really hadn't done that to this point. Now, Auburn faces some really good running teams, and the best is going to be Arkansas here Saturday morning. So I would think that's that's two of the things, and probably the most important is trying to shore up that run defense if possible. Let's talk about the offense a little bit, Andy. The quarterback play, just statistically, and I haven't seen Auburn play a lot this year, has been subpar. What, what's been the biggest issues in your mind with the passing game so far? Well, you've got a you've got a freshman that, that's the quarterback, and going into spring or going into fall camp, he was probably number three on the charts in Robbie Ashford. T.J. Finley was the number one guy, and was getting pushed at that point from Zach Calzada, the transfer from Texas A&M, who has never taken a snap at Auburn, and all of a sudden Ashford starts to make this move in fall ball, and through the first three or four games. He and, and C.J. Finley kind of rotated um, in on, in the offense. And then Finley hurts his shoulder, and then Ashford is the guy. And he is a much better dual-threat quarterback than C.J. Finley, but not quite the thrower of a C.J. Finley. So I, I would think that's, that's it, although we have seen improvement in Robbie Ashford's game. Uh, he is He's getting better as a thrower he's a very good runner and that is probably the best part of his game right now but he continues to 
to improve, probably not to the uh, the rate that the head coach would like at this point, but but he is the guy for Auburn at this point of the season as well. Andy, it's startling to see Auburn at the bottom of the SEC in rushing defense. A lot of times, when I think yeah. of Auburn, I think of uh, how you know their def- their front seven. What's been the issue for Auburn this year? I think a little bit of a thin defensive line. I mean, Auburn lost Eculiota about three games ago, and he and Derek Hall were Auburn's rush ends for the Tigers. And Ecu, who transferred from Northwestern prior to last season, was playing the best of his his career. And Auburn was really good as a pass rushing team and, and not allowing teams getting to the outside. And Auburn lost Leota, who's out with a – um, a pec- I believe a pectoral that he's done for the year. And that not only did you lose a very good player there, but you also, it, it harmed Auburn's depth up front. And so guys like Derek Hall and Marcus Harris and Jason Jones and now Colby Wooden especially are getting a lot more plays in games where they had some depth behind them. And Wooden has now moved more from a defensive tackle role out to a defensive end role and I think that has opened up things a little bit on the inside. So I think being a little bit thin there, and let's, I mean, last, the fact that Auburn is near the bottom of rush defenses at this point, a lot of it is who Auburn has played. And I'm not saying it gets any easier this hmm. week with Arkansas, because it certainly doesn't. Right. Talking to Andy Birds from the voice of the Auburn Tigers on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, if you're just tuning in. Uh, I'm going to say this as delicately as possible. I'm not going to try to put you in a weird spot, but I, you know, again, there's been a lot of controversy or a little controversy, at least around the program in the last couple of years. And I think a lot of people felt like, you know, Harson was kind of a, I don't want to say it like that. Let's see. He was under fire. I'll just put it that way. Let's just say that. I want to be respectful yeah. here. But um, every time I've watched him, I keep looking for these guys to, to see some signs that he's losing the team. And all I see is great effort every week. I've been very impressed with the injuries with the kind of the smoke around the program, I mean, he's done, a, I think, a heck of a job, and his staff's done a great job, and the guys have obviously committed to giving great effort despite all that so far. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, this this team has not given up on, on the team, has not given up on this coaching staff. And, listen, they all hear everything that's out there. I don't know how you don't in this day and age. So they, they know the talk that's out there and the rumors that are, that are flying and that type of thing, and yet, I, I don't get it. I don't get a sense that this team is is falling apart. It's not won games at the rate that it would certainly want to, that's for sure. But the effort is there. I mean, listen, guys, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago at, at, at Ole Miss, it's twenty-one to nothing. The first play of the second quarter on the road mm-hmm. in an eleven o'clock game. If, if this team was gonna, if this team was gonna fall away. That was the point right there. And yet it came back and got within a score and made it a game down the stretch. It would have been easy for a team to fold up the tent down 21 to nothing on the road. And yet this team did not. It fought its way back into the game and, and had a chance in this game. Didn't end up winning and ended up losing by two scores. Um, but but I, I, I commend this team for staying together. And I think there's some very good leadership. On this team, I think there's some good veteran leadership on this team. And, it, listen, it will continue to be tested as long as this season goes on because this schedule is very tough for Auburn. And all of the, the talk is out there, and 
Um, they know it. They hear it. They probably read it. Uh, and yet, this team has stayed together. And that, that's a testament to this team and to this coaching staff as well. In your mind, we've got about a minute left here. In your mind, um, what, if any, is the best advantage, you think, or the best opportunity for Auburn in this game? Uh, to, to run the football. And it did that against Ole Miss. And it really did that for the best that it's done it all season. Uh, Tate Bigsby was really good at, at Ole Miss. And Auburn, through injuries, has had to, to scramble its offensive line. I look at that Arkansas offensive line, and those guys have been starters since game one this season, and for many, uh, for multiple seasons now. Well, this Auburn offensive line is, is although Killian Zero has started every game at left tackle, no one else has started at that position for every game of this season so far. Now, Brandon Council has moved from guard to center. Jeremiah Wright got his first start last week or two weeks ago at Ole Miss. Cam Stetz has played both guard spots. Brendan Coffey and Austin Troxell have rotated at right tackle, and yet Auburn had its best running game a week and a half ago. And for Auburn, I think they have a chance against a really good Arkansas team. They've got to be able to run that football. If they don't, it could be a long day for the Titans. Andy, thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. Look out for Big Joe. Joe, have a good trip down here, okay? I think I, I think weather's going to be good. I think you'll enjoy your time on the plains with Sir Charles. Look forward to it. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right. All right. Y'all take care. All right. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it.